and um, God's presence is mighty in our midst and uh, let us go to the word of God and hear what God has to say tonight. Let's go to the book of <coughs> let's go to the book of Isaiah chapter 61 and let's read from verse 1. Isaiah chapter 61 let's read from verse 1 the spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn. Okay, that's it. So, this is the anointing that up came upon Jesus Christ. You will read about the same in Luke chapter 4, where Jesus, when he comes to the, uh, to the synagogue, he opens the scroll or the book of Isaiah and he read reads this specific word and then he says that today the scripture has come to fulfillment so jesus proclaims that what isaiah prophesied about this spirit upon me it is me jesus the messiah okay so let's go to also luke chapter 4 where jesus again again reads the prophecy of isaiah let's go there in the book of luke and chapter number 4 verse 18 the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel. I'm reading from the NKJV version. It says he has anointed me to preach the gospel. Underline preach the gospel. The gospel, the mystery of the gospel is what God wants to speak to us tonight. We are going to look at the gospel. Okay. He has anointed me to what? To preach the gospel to the poor he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Now stop there. Now this anointing or this spirit upon Jesus giving a fivefold ministry. Okay. Now we will come to the Bible where the church has a fivefold ministry. And the spirit that came upon Jesus was a spirit of this uh, that gave the fivefold ministry upon Jesus. Now Jesus operated as an evangelist, Jesus operated as a teacher, Jesus operated as a pastor, as a prophet and as an apostle. But yet in heaven he is known as an intercessor. Do you know that? What he is doing is he is sitting at the right hand of the father, not enjoying himself but interceding for those, <coughs> uh, for, for us, interceding for his people. Okay, so the five, the spirit upon Jesus was the spirit of the fivefold office or the fivefold ministry. Okay, so because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, that's evangelism. Okay, that's the evangelical office. Now stay with me. Okay, I am trying to build a base so that we can put the mystery of the gospel upon it 
and it will stand and it will it will uh, you will be able to understand it okay so first of all we have to understand the spirit that was upon jesus was the spirit for fivefold ministry and when he ascended on high he distributed gifts to men ephesians chapter 4 that means that that anointing upon him was distributed on all of us and all of us got a portion of his of the spirit that was upon jesus okay everyone say i got the anointing of jesus that's powerful hallelujah i i i want to uh, unveil a very deep revelation of the bible that uh, that no one knows we, the spirit that we have to function in the body of christ is a portion that was upon jesus okay so okay coming back to because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor that's evangelism then he has sent me to heal the broken hearted that's pastoral ministry okay a pastor's job a shepherd's job is to bring the outcast into god's you know is to is to speak words of comfort wisdom and a pastor's job is to with his words that he may heal the broken hearted okay lead them closer to god lead the flock to jesus christ not hold the flock in the church lead them to god's god's presence intimacy and the, to to fulfill god's ministry in their life that's a pastor's job and that's he has sent me to heal the broken hearted that is the pastoral ministry now to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind okay now in isaiah it says that to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound okay to proclaim liberty to the captives and opening of the uh, prison to those who are bound these two come under teaching and deliverance okay i have covered in in my last sermons and i told you that deliverance ministry is not casting out demons it's never casting out you cast out a demon and if you don't give that person the truth of the gospel the truth of the word that demon will again find a way to come back in that person he will not be permanently delivered actually the deliverance ministry it's a is a anointed teaching ministry it's a anointed teaching ministry which unveils the truth of the gospel okay and when people receive the truth that is what jesus said the truth will set you free so it's the truth it's a teaching ministry so to pro proclaim liberty to the captives and opening of the prison to those who are bound it's the teaching and deliverance ministry and then to proclaim the acceptable year of the lord and the day of vengeance of our god to comfort all who mourn that is the apostolic and the prophetic ministry so that was the spirit upon jesus to proclaim the acceptable year of the lord and the day of vengeance of our god that's the prophetic and the apostolic and to comfort all who mourn that is the apostolic ministry how will you can you comfort those who mourn how can a believer comfort others who mourn when he himself is mourning and cribbing and crying about his situation the one who can comfort others who are going through a season of mourning who can give words that can that can comfort them is the one who forgets and crucifies his own 
own troubles, own agenda. He does not think about himself. That's apostolic. Where a man is sold for the kingdom of God. Okay. Apostolic ministry is when a person is completely sold. And he, it's a bond servant ministry. If tomorrow Jesus says, leave your family, that, that person in the apostolic calling has to leave the family. Do you know why the apostles, 12 apostles who were not so much learned, most of them were fishermen. Why did they cause havoc with the gospel and turn the world upside down? Be not, because of the, not because of something great they were doing, but because they gave up all to follow Christ. Yes, they gave up all to follow Christ. That's an apostle who does not, who does not, who cannot look on, on his own interest, who has sold his life and he has to give himself to the kingdom of God and he has to uh, obey he, his level of obedience the person's level of obedience have, has to be higher than other normal believers and he has to stay close to God live a crucified life that's an apostle and then to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord is proclamation of his second coming that's the prophetic ministry preparing the church I told you what is the prophetic ministry I cannot cover it uh, in this meeting but go to my previous sermons and I have covered the prophetic intercessor, intercessory and priesthood ministry and I told you the prophetic ministry is preparing the church in spiritual warfare for the second coming of the Lord Jesus the prophetic ministry is closely related to prayer and intercession okay are we understanding so do you see do you see the aspects of the work of the spirit covers all the five offices okay all the fivefold ministry in the new testament okay so let's go ahead <coughs> to ephesians okay uh, okay let's go ahead to ephesians chapter 4 let's go there ephesians chapter number 4 So let me read quickly some verses. I am reading first verse number 1. I therefore the prisoner of the Lord. That's an apostle. Apostle Paul. Prisoner of the Lord. The law, he is in, is, is in a bond agreement with the Lord. The prisoner of the Lord. Beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you are called. Everyone in the body of Christ has a calling. Everyone in the body of Christ has an has a portion to fulfill has a purpose to fulfill every one of us okay then let's let's let me jump on to verse number eight no verse number seven but to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of christ's gift therefore he says when he ascended on high he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive. That is another topic. I will not cover it. But and gave gifts to men. What gifts to men? For the building of the body of Christ on earth. For and the work of the gospel. Gospel is our topic tonight. What I am doing here, the what work I am doing here in your midst is the work of the gospel. This is the work of the gospel. And we will come. Some some believers uh, 
assume that gospel is supposed to be only preached to unbelievers no there are there is the gospel that is also to be preached to believers who are already in Christ they think gospel is you know preaching salvation to believers that is not the gospel gospel is a whole a basket full of mysteries it is called the whole counsel of God okay we will come to that but what, what why did he give gifts to men he gave gave offices to men he gave the portion of his anointing to men uh, when he ascended on high he gave gifts to men why for the work of the gospel we will see why in the uh, next verses let's go to verse 11 verse 9 and 10 I don't have time today to cover it's another mystery so I will not go on that verse 11 says and he himself gave some to be apostles some prophets some evangelists and some pastors and teachers are we together so that is the fivefold ministry that the church has now where did that fivefold ministry come for, from it did not came from a, from an anointing of another prophet or a man it came from the anointing the spirit that was upon jesus that was distributed among men that was that is we have the anointing of jesus to function in the body of christ that is the anointing we carry hallelujah are we understanding okay so that was already unveiled there is a hidden revelation in the old testament that unveils the same in numbers chapter 11 verse 25 let's go there <coughs> let's go to the book of numbers numbers chapter 11 uh, let me read from verse 16 now stay with me verse 16 so the Lord said to Moses gather to me 70 men of the elders of Israel whom you know to be the elders of the people and officers over them bring them to the tabernacle of meeting that they may stand there with you verse 17 then I will I will come down and talk with you there I will take of the spirit that is upon you and will put the same upon them and they shall bear the burden of the people with you that you may not bear it yourself alone. That is the Jesus of the Old Testament, Moses. Where God orchestrated an impartation ceremony. Where God said Moses that the spirit that is upon you I will take it and distribute it among the 70 elders anyone of you remember that when Jesus sent out the disciples how many of them were there 70 yeah Mary are you sure 70 then, then Jesus said, said that go and cast out demons heal the sick right oh you guys are not sure Okay, you find oh, it out. No. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to unmute. It's okay. seven and then it went two by two, right? Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. So you see the old testament is prophetic. When uh, in in the last year what was what started to happen to me is as as soon as I read the Old Testament, everything in the Old Testament revealed to me about Jesus, about what Jesus did. The scriptures started to open up. So here, this is a shadow of the anointing on Jesus that was supposed to be distributed on men. 
for them to work in for them to fulfill the work of the gospel are we together so that's why i made you to confess that you don't have a anointing of a man you have the anointing of jesus hallelujah okay so let's so okay let's go to verse 25 the same chapter numbers 11 verse 25 then the lord came down in the cloud and spoke to him and took of the spirit that was upon him and placed the same upon the 70 elders and it happened when the spirit rested upon them and they prophesied although they never did so again so at that moment they prophesied but never did again so that's another thing that they did not had the capacity to maintain the anointing but whatever what happened there is what was the spirit upon moses asking him to do the spirit was making him to intercede for people okay what was moses doing he was not telling about the lives of people operating in word of knowledge doing healing what was moses doing moses was standing in the gap and each and every time the people of israel will rebel will sin moses has to go to god and say god please forgive us moses was the intercessor moses was the one who brought the word of god and told the people of israel this is what god is telling you this is what the law of god is this is what the covenant god wants to make with you this is what god wants to give you this is the word of god this is what he wants to tell you so the anointing on moses was the what the spirit upon moses was the spirit of word and prayer everyone say the spirit of word and prayer so what i want to make sure here is all the offices the apostolic prophetic the evangelistic the pastoral and the teaching offices rest on word and prayer that is the foundation word and prayer and that is the common thing in every office you cannot say i am a evangelist i am i am i am called to uh, you know organize crusades and preach to the thousands my job is not to intercede for people no your evangelism evangelism ministry will crumble down because the foundation of the fivefold offices is the spirit of word and prayer prayer in the sense i am talking about prayer covering the aspects of intercession watchman and spiritual warfare so the five offices in the new testament rest upon the foundation and the spirit of word and prayer the anointing was the anointing of intercession and manifested as the prophetic anointing because of because the job of moses was to intercede for israel and stand in the gap the primary mark of the foundation or the common mark of the anointing is intercession and of word when there arose a need for that the that the widows are not being fed with the food what did the apostles do the apostles came together and they said that we cannot do the work of feeding people food we have to give ourselves to what word and prayer because the base of the anointing the base of all the four offices through which we operate in the kingdom of god is word and prayer okay now let's jump back to ephesians chapter 4 let's go there ephesians chapter 4 ephesians <coughs> chapter 4 let me again read from verse 11 and he himself gave some to be apostles 
some prophets some evangelists and some pastors and teachers are we now understanding first of all i said the anointing the spirit upon jesus to preach the gospel to the poor that's the spirit for fivefold ministry and that spirit of fivefold ministry when jesus ascended on high as per ephesians chapter 4 was distributed to the body of christ so the body of christ every person in the body of christ though have the anointing of jesus have a portion of the anointing of jesus okay they cannot be completely jesus but they have a part of jesus the spirit that rested upon jesus and i told you the base of the anointing is the spirit of word and prayer and that has to be there to carry out the functions of the body of christ in the five offices the word and prayer are the foundation and then verse 12 why are the five offices given by christ to the church why in verse 12 now stay with me carefully let us go to verse 12 ephesians chapter 4 we are reading verse 12 <coughs> okay give me one moment hallelujah ephesians chapter 4 verse 12 for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry the fivefold ministry is given for what equipping of the saints for the work of ministry underline work of ministry that is the work of the gospel that is our topic tonight the work of the gospel the fivefold ministry is given to the church the spirit is given to the body of christ the spirit of jesus the anointing of jesus has been given to the body of christ why to equip the body to equip the saints for the work of the gospel everyone say gospel that is the work of ministry and secondly for the edifying of the body of christ till we all come to the unity of the faith what unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of god to a perfect man to a measure of the stature of the fullness of christ now listen to me the offices in the body of christ and the anointing is intended to fulfill a twofold purpose a twofold purpose in the body of christ the first one is to equip the saints of god for the work of ministry that is the work of gospel and that work of ministry it's towards the nations and people the gospel is supposed to be towards the nation this gospel for which the body of christ has been equipped it's the gospel to the nations everyone say the gospel to the nations okay the end amen the end will not come until the gospel of the kingdom i will come to that gospel of the kingdom is something else and that is that will be what we we will be covering tonight so to the five offices in the body of christ is intended to fulfill a twofold purpose first is the work of the gospel towards the nation and second is personal edification for the believers to grow towards christ likeness more like christ are we understanding first is the work of the gospel to the nations that is we are releasing the gospel we are going out and making more disciples we are going out to the nations and there are different dimensions of the gospel uh, that is the first purpose the second purpose is personal edification that each one of us here sitting here in the body of christ in the covering of the priesthood ministry of the high priest that we may come all to the unity of faith not to the unity of one agenda to the unity of the fullness 
of the stature of Christ that means to Christ likeness because the primary calling of the believer is to become like Christ that is the primary calling of a believer the Lord wants to transform each of us to the image of his only begotten son that he might be the firstborn among all the brethren are we understanding that when 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 they will look at us they will say oh he is the younger brother of jesus christ he is jesus oh, jesus is the firstborn among these people that is how the church is supposed to be hallelujah okay are we together and in other words <clears throat> i don't have time i i don't think i will go there that is the apostolic and prophetic foundation given to a church when you read ephesians chapter when you read Ephesians chapter uh, 2 verse 20 and 22 you will see that that the church is built on the foundation of the apostolic and prophetic ministry Jesus being the chief cornerstone apostolic ministry I told you is to is to unveil the mystery of the gospel is to take people deep into intimacy with God and the apostle himself has to be deep with God and the prophetic ministry is to train the church train the hands of the warrior for war it's for spiritual warfare it's for the watchman ministry it's intercession all about the prophetic ministry so upon the upon the ministry of word that the apostles do and the ministry of prayer that the prophets do the spirit of word and prayer that i told you the whole church has been established and jesus being the chief cornerstone being the chief intercessor hallelujah do you know who is the master and intercessor it is jesus christ he is the intercessor at the right hand of god interceding are we understanding the pattern of the church okay in christianity many of the preachers pastors prophets have misunderstood and they are misleading people about the pattern of the church many preachers have made themselves the jesus christ of their church and they say people are connected to my anointing what blasphemy is that that is not true i am telling you the church has to learn that they got the anointing of jesus christ the spirit the fivefold ministry spirit that was upon jesus was distributed among the church people to the church people for the for the work of the gospel and for the personal edification of believers for what not to fulfill my vision brother Raul's vision no so that everyone will become Christ-like everyone will become Christ-like that's the agenda of Jesus Christ and we work on his agenda we don't create our agenda in this kingdom hallelujah are we together and if you want to uh, again understand I don't have time you can also refer to Matthew's chapter 16 verse 16 to 19 where Jesus for the first time mentioned about church to Peter he said Peter you are the rock on which I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail that means the church is an intercessory group which are fighting against the power of hell hallelujah, huh? hallelujah. it is not a songwriting group it is an intercessory group okay songwriting comes afterwards but that's the foundation fighting with the powers of hell fighting with the demonic forces hallelujah so we are going to first the second aspect let us leave we are going to um, unfold the first purpose uh, that is 
the equipping of the saints for the work of the gospel or the work of ministry that is the gospel so let's come to our main topic tonight that is the gospel hallelujah now i would like you i would like to um segregate the gospel into three parts there are three dimensions of the gospel the first dimension of the gospel are the written gospels in the bible that is matthew mark luke and john which is the written gospel which is the recorded gospel of jesus christ which mentions very accurately the life and the ministry of jesus his crucifixion his resurrection written by matthew mark and luke and john in their own versions as the holy spirit led them to write okay so the first dimension of the gospel is the written gospel the second dimension of the gospel is the gospel of jesus christ which is also called the gospel to salvation hmm? the gospel of jesus christ which is also the gospel to salvation the third dimension of the gospel is the gospel of the kingdom hmm? is the gospel of the kingdom and and that is the gospel of the kingdom i preach here to the body of christ so we will come to that i will unveil the truth in the gospel and so these are the three dimension the consolidated form of all these gospels is called the whole counsel of god is called the whole counsel of god or the full gospel that paul preached or taught okay paul will mention that many times in the bible he will mention that i have i am laboring for you to present you perfect before christ by how by giving them the whole counsel of god not a part of the gospel whole counsel of god okay so the written gospels we know you can read those gospels we will not cover that but we will come first to the gospel of jesus christ and the tagline i want to give is the most un- misunderstood part of the bible is the gospel of jesus christ the most misinterpreted and misled part in the bible is the gospel of jesus christ i will tell you in now in in today's day so let's go to the gospel of jesus christ which is also called the good news or good tidings okay so first of all now stay with me or you can write it down what i am saying and then i will start to explain you the point number 1 about the gospel of jesus christ is the foundation anything we start off we need to know the foundation on which this gospel and the message is based the gospel of uh, the gospel of jesus christ has the foundation or the base of the gospel of jesus christ is repentance message of the cross where you deny yourself fully and follow god that is the base what is the base of the gospel the base is repentance and self denial complete self denial to follow christ are we together let's go to john chapter 4 verse 17 <coughs> john chapter 4 verse 17 I'm sorry not John <coughs> Hallelujah Thank you Jesus Okay I think it's it's in Matthew's sorry Matthew <coughs> Chapter 4 verse 17 
from the time jesus began from that time jesus began to preach and to say repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand that is the gospel he started to preach the first message of jesus was what repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand now you will say what is good news in that good news is not good for you it is good according to god according to god it will be good if you repent and the good thing in that gospel is that kingdom of heaven is at hand it's it's near that is the good thing not good as per you okay it's good as per god and good for you actually you you might think it some people might think oh, what what good is in that they many people don't preach repentance i have been in the on the mission fields in india i have gone to villages in india i have been with many pastors traveling to the length and breadth of india and i have seen pastor not preaching repentance all my years on the mission field i have seen pastors preaching the so called good news what you will be healed i am not saying I, we we preach that you will so they they say the good news has to be very good for people so we will come to that let's go to john chapter uh, sorry matthew chapter 3 matthew chapter 3 verse 2 and and saying repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand this is the again the first message of john the baptist he also preached the gospel what was his first message repent because that is the base and foundation we cannot ignore that repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand okay now now you might say that oh jesus when he was on earth and he was he was preaching and teaching people he did not went on the cross then how did he preach the gospel of repentance and of the message of the cross yes he preached the message of the cross beforehand he preached the gospel with repentance beforehand let's go to mark chapter 8 verse 34 okay i am taking you through some verses so just stay with me we will just read the verses quickly mark chapter mark chapter 8 verse 34 <clears throat> when he had called the people to him himself and with his disciples also he said to them whoever desires to come after me in other words whoever wants to be my disciple what he has to do let him deny himself let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me let's go to luke chapter 9 Hallelujah. Luke chapter 9 verse 23 and 24. Then he said to them all, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever desires to save his save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. Everyone say if I try to save it, I will lose it. If I If I lose it for Jesus I will save it I will save Remember Remember that is the law in the kingdom in every aspect not about only about your life but about many things that you are wanting in life and trying to grab a hold of it I want it I want it till the time you come to a place in your heart where you are say lord i am trying for it but i just give it into your hands i forget about it and i focus on the work of god when you lose it actually you will get it for 
oh you are not abraham you know what he told to lot lot you the whole land is before you whichever part of the land you want to choose your for yourself the property you want to choose to dwell you can choose for yourself wow. yeah. i don't want i have no attachment abraham was a rich man how did he became rich because he didn't he was not attached to his riches okay his heart was not attached he said i don't want the best property lot you take it i want god when you read the the hall of fame in hebrews chapter 11 the hall of fame you know which mentions about the heroes of faith and it speaks about abraham and the bible speaks there about abraham that he was not journeying with god for a position on earth but he longed for a better place in heaven a city of light a city of god made for him he got a revelation and laid hold of the things that were laid for him in the eternity and not in temporary basis on earth hallelujah hmm? i am not saying that you don't ask god for for anything don't get me wrong don't misunderstand me i am saying that don't get so attached that you are just occupied and possessed with what you want every every day you are fasting for that very thing and what is the purpose of god what is god now i have many needs i have many desires to see in my ministry but i just do what god wants me to do i cannot be occupied with those things and depressed or oh, this is not happening i wanted god i wanted god and people lose on it deny yourself carry your cross daily that is the message of the cross You see that and Jesus preached that to the disciples. Hallelujah. Are we understanding the gospel? So that is the basis the message of the cross. The message of the cross cross and giving up all for Jesus was taught by Jesus which was the 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 foundation of the gospel. Giving up all for Jesus. Giving it all for Jesus was the message of the gospel. Matthew chapter 19. Let's go there. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 19 verse 26. Oh sorry. Verse 16. We will start reading from verse 16, but we will just have a glimpse of verse 26 before we start reading from verse 16. So verse 26 says Matthew 19:26. What it says, but Jesus looked at them and said to them, with men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Now you got to understand the context in which Jesus is speaking. What is impossible for men and possible for God? He is talking about salvation. Yeah. La- okay, let me read now the context of this verse. Matthew chapter 19 verse 16. Okay, stay with me. Now behold one came and said to him, "Good teacher, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life?" So he said to him why do you call me good no one is good but one that is god but if you want to enter into life keep the commandments now you see jesus is the greatest prophet on earth was the greatest prophet on earth and whenever any person comes to jesus with any question or with asking for any counsel jesus can catch the intention in the heart of that person with which he came That's why Jesus answered him like that. He came good teacher what should I do? He is standing before the way the truth and the life and asking him what else I can do. 
to enter life what else i can do jesus the way the truth and the life standing before him and he is telling jesus as a what good teacher so this man stay with me this man was a man of the flesh that came to jesus and first of all he thought this jesus who is preaching about uh preaching about this kingdom and uh, eternal life and doing good and healing people maybe this guy is a social activist who is doing good things and maybe i can receive from him the idea of doing some good things that i may also enter into into the eternal life he is talking about so he had a idea about jesus as a social activity activist or as a religious preacher and he wanted that's why he said good teacher because he thought this man is good and by his good works he will go to heaven and he, he he will also tell me good works that will lead me to heaven okay stay with me then verse 17 so he said to me okay we have done verse 17 verse 18 he said to him which ones jesus said now listen to this jesus said you shall not murder you shall not commit adultery you shall not steal you shall not bear false witness honor your father and your mother and you shall love your neighbor as yourself now jesus is not finished with his gospel first of all he is covering the lighter part of the gospel okay what is this part he said which commandments to keep to enter life and jesus the commandments that he mentioned was the 10 from the 10 commandments but it was not all the 10 commandments it was the second half of the 10 commandments that signify the relationship between man and man If you read the Ten Commandments in Exodus chapter twenty, the first four commandments are that worship the Lord your God and serve only Him. Him. Don't have any idols before you. It's the relationship and it's the intimacy of God and man. But the next six commandments in the Ten Commandments is about man to man. Don't murder. Don't steal. Don't covet and all those things. Honor your. It's man to man. So Jesus first gave him the lighter part of the gospel. Okay, and what the young man said to him, all these things I have kept from my youth. What do I still? What do I still lack? He said, all these things I have done. I have maintained a good status of myself among people. People like me because I have obeyed these commandments. I have a good stature in the society. Obviously, if you do the six commandments in the later part, you go, people will have a good. Uh, uh, they will have a good testimony about you. All the people. Oh he is a good man he does not steals he does not murders he gives money to the poor he does this does that so he said i have obeyed all these things this man was trying to prove himself in the society among people now jesus said to him now jesus is saying my gospel is not complete jesus said to him if you want to be perfect go sell what you have and give to the poor and you will have treasures in heaven and come and follow me that was the gospel and that gospel covered the first four commandments that you shall only worship the lord your god and don't have any other gods apart from him and this man had the idol of money and wealth in his life and jesus said said to him you know what some commandments are still yet to be fulfilled by you obeyed by you the money and the wealth you you have go and sell it because that is the god in your life you have to get rid of it then you can follow me are you see are you understanding that is the gospel that is the gospel and if we don't teach people to get rid of their gods 
to get rid of their idols to follow Christ we are not preaching the gospel hallelujah and what happened but when the young man was 22 heard that saying he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions he could not leave it for Jesus then Jesus said to his disciples assuredly I say to you that it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven again I say to you it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God when his disciples heard it they were greatly astonished and saying who then can be saved but Jesus looked at them and said to them with men this is impossible but with God all things are possible now you know this verse is about salvation salvation cannot be attained by me cannot be attained by your works cannot be attained by anyone's righteous works salvation is only possible when God gives it to men and the way God gives it to men is when men make God their only God in their lives that is the message of the gospel okay hallelujah are we understanding so that is the gospel to salvation that is the gospel to salvation where we teach that give your all for Jesus repent of your sin whatever wrong you are doing the Holy Spirit will come and convict you and give it all for Jesus and follow Jesus Christ hallelujah okay let's go to Romans chapter 1 verse 15 to 16 <clears throat> Romans chapter 1 verse 15 and 16 so as much as in me I am ready to preach the gospel to you who are in Rome also for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ again the gospel of Jesus Christ okay that we are studying for it is the power of God everyone say the gospel is the power of God to salvation for to salvation for everyone who believes for the Jews first and also for the Greeks let's go to first Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 5 first Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 5 for our gospel did not come to you in word only but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and in much assurance as you know what kind of men we were among you for your sake so the people who preach the gospel should live should live the gospel first of all Paul is exhorting the church of Thessalonians first of all he's saying that we preach the gospel not in word at the last part by our examples you saw us how we conducted ourselves we are a living testimony of the gospel of Christ that we preach and how the gospel went to the Thessalonians in power in the Holy Spirit and in much assurance that is conviction now listen to me the accurate gospel when preached with the power of the Holy Spirit convicts the hearts of men and brings them to Christ when you preach the gospel the accurate gospel I am talking about not only a part that is God will heal you and you will have a better life not that one but the accurate gospel when preached with the power of the Holy Spirit okay with the power of the Holy Spirit it will convict the lives of people and bring them to Christ always remember how to discern a real man of God when you will hear a man of God who lives himself as per the gospel of Jesus Christ when you hear his words after his sermons you will be led closer to Jesus Christ
you will have a hunger after after he ministers to you you will have a thirst for god oh i want god it will convict you it will transform you it will take you closer to christ but a man who is a wolf in the clothing of the sheep a man who is living a life something else and preaching to you something else after hearing that man you will not go to jesus christ you will go to him and you will be attached to him you will have a you will have a unusual love and you will get attached more to him there will be no god there there will be no jesus the glory that comes from your mouth will not be more to jesus it will be more for that man and that is what the state of many churches are today okay let's go to first thessalonians chapter 2 verse 4 first thessalonians chapter 2 verse 4 but as we have approved as we have been approved by god to be entrusted with the gospel even so we speak not as pleasing men but god who tests our hearts listen to me the gospel is not a message to please men or make them happy what the gospel is not a message to please men and make people happy rather the gospel targets the self ego of a person to break it completely for jesus to enter his life paul is speaking here what he is saying we have been approved by god to be entrusted with this gospel we are not we are not doing this work and coming to you because we don't have anything else to do god has approved us to speak this message of the gospel first of all i told you many times the mouth has to be approved last friday i think i took that the mouth has to be refined to speak the word you have to be entrusted and approved by god okay even so we speak not as pleasing men the gospel is not to please men and make people happy the gospel is to fulfill the assignment of god on earth some people will be happy some people won't be happy but we have to preach the gospel hallelujah many places in india we go to and maybe throughout the world we are restricted not to preach jesus we are only asked to use the anointing of the prophetic and of the healing and to heal people and do good to people anyone can do good to people even a person from other religion a social activist act activist can come and good do good to people and give them temporary relief but who will lead them to eternal life the people hallelujah the feet on the mountain how beautiful are the feet of those who are on the mountain who bring good tidings this gospel will bring eternal life it's not to make people happy it's not to please men this is what paul is speaking because he knows the gospel very well the man who knows the mystery of the gospel okay let's go to first corinthians i'm explaining you the gospel of jesus christ okay first corinthians chapter 4 verse 15 let's go there quickly <clears throat> hallelujah first corinthians chapter 4 verse 15 for though you might have 10000 instructors in christ yet do you, you do not have many fathers for in christ jesus i have begotten you through the gospel therefore i urge you imitate me now people use this verse as a support for the spiritual fatherhood now i cannot cover spiritual fatherhood today but paul is been forced 
he is under obligation to tell the church of corinthians now listen to me the church of corinthians if you study the book of corinthians first corinthians second corinthians the first of all paul was the first man of god the apostle who came there and preached the gospel and if you read first corinthians chapter 2 and 3 you will see that paul is saying that i preach to you nothing else but except christ and him crucified right i preach to you the message of the cross i did not come to you in the wisdom of man i did not come to you with theologies but i came to you in the wisdom and the power of god's spirit preaching to you christ crucified and that's how you came to christ but what was happening in corinthians was corinthians were babes who were still drinking milk why because they believed in inspirational messages self developing messages okay self development courses personality development social advancing etc is not the gospel okay a gospel where a person says you are a child of god there is no sin of you uh, uh, you know god does not looks at your sin god loves you as you are you know god, god has nothing no problem with you that is not the gospel just speak positive on you just think positive that is a self development personality development training it's not the gospel and by the way if that is the kind of message that is preached in the church a demonic spirit is bringing that message there to lead all the congregation to hell and that was the church of corinthians stay with me so what happened is after paul preached the gospel laid the foundation on the on the message of christ on the message of the cross other wolves started to come in and started to tell them oh do this also follow 10 points follow five rules follow do do this do that do this do that and started to impart to them self development and personality development is inspirational speaking and that's why paul was obliged to speak to this children and babies in christ that you see you have so many instructors but i have begot you little children and he why why he is telling you why he is telling the church of corinthians imitate me again he says i think in chapter 11 imitate me as i imitated christ why because the church of corinthians did not know god personally until now they were babies rather in ephesians he told the church of ephesians imitate god dear children of god why paul is preaching different messages in different churches no because he knows the state of the church a apostle in the spirit knows the state of the congregation and he will bring the messages as per the state of the congregation are we understanding so paul did not never lorded over people i am your spiritual father he was not that kind of guy but in this case under the context of what was happening in the church he had to tell people babies leave the other instructors you see you don't have a personal relationship with god you are not even hearing god properly i have begotten you in the gospel i have given you the real gospel stay on that gospel and if you don't know to follow god just look at me and learn from my life and people have misunderstood the they think oh paul said i am your father we will say to people i am your father and bring no that there is a context to that verse okay so the gospel is not self development course personality development social advancing etc okay which the church of corinthians expected from paul let's go to first corinthians chapter 2 verse 1 okay first corinthians chapter 2 verse 1 and i brethren when i came to you you did not come 
did not come with i did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of god it was not the excellence of my speech it was not human wisdom for i determined not to know anything among you except jesus christ and him crucified that was the message he preached there the message of the cross the gospel okay verse 3 i was with you in weakness in fear and in much trembling and my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom hallelujah there is a kind of inspirational speaking that will inspire you inspire you but that is not coming from the spirit of god that is coming out of human wisdom that is coming out of persuasion in the flesh you will hear it and you will feel good oh hallelujah i feel as if i am in heaven the preacher is given giving me words that are so sweet so sweet it will make you diabetic after a period of time if you eat too much sweets you need some medicines you meets need some bitter god to keep you healthy okay so sweet oh god loves you there is nothing wrong with you god is looking at you god is looking at what good you are doing god that is a demonic gospel a demonic spirit has come and taken over churches and giving if if how can they preach jesus because jesus came to save people and if they don't preach sin how can there be salvation they are ignoring the factor of sin these people don't even refer to the epistles of paul they don't like paul they will never come you see they will never come to the epistles of paul they will pick verses from the epistles of paul that you are seated with christ in the heavenly places they will not pick the whole bible all the verses they cannot interpret hallelujah are we understanding people of god i have i have known preachers powerful men of god and i respect them so much but at the end of the life they started to say and they call themselves apostles they started to say oh you know what they are doing they are also believing in god in their own way and we cannot judge them you are an apostle what uh, indirectly they are saying that all all the ways that people are following will lead to would lead to god that is a new age doctrine a deception in the church the gospel is pure it cannot be manipulated to please people it cannot be manipulated to increase the congregation it cannot be manipulated to make your ministry international international to make your ministry accepted by all don't long to be accept, accepted by all just do what god tells you to do don't try to please all men you will fall in hell very soon if you try to please all men you cannot please all men okay hallelujah so so there paul is speaking here what he is saying that my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom but in the demonstration of the spirit and of power that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men but in the power of god hallelujah everyone say my faith should not be in the wisdom of men but in the power of god a church a church where the true message of the gospel with its foundational values are preached their faith will not rest upon the pastor their faith will be on god 
you go to that church and you will see everyone some of them are apostles some of them are prophets some of them are mighty intercessors some of them are mighty evangelists powerful people in that church whose faith rests in the power of god who know their calling who know the purpose of god who cannot be deceived very very easily by the enemy hallelujah who are matured in christ hallelujah the church is yet to attain maturity in christ for the revival to come the revival cannot come through babies it will come through matured warriors hallelujah and that that is what apostle paul is saying you know i he, he is saying that in my weakness and fear and in much trembling so in in the physical condition he was weak paul was weak he was trembling he was fearful he was afraid but yet when he spoke the gospel he said that it came in power it came in the spirit i have seen that happening in my life there are storms and winds around me in the house or sometimes in the ministry and all the storms and winds i don't know how i will take the meeting and the lord gives me a message even as i look to him in that storm and when i preach that message that message blesses the nations most of the messages that will come out it will come out from fire when you are in fire hallelujah don't stop doing what god has called you to do just hear god and do it's so simple hallelujah don't try to please many people don't try to pastors leaders evangelists don't try to increase your ministry god will increase it's god will give you the increase some we plant we water god gives the increase but we continue to plant and water till the end of our lives till the end of our lives without getting discouraged we will do it hallelujah and that was paul when you study the epistles of paul by the way i have a i have a i i can relate to paul i like the apostle paul unlike many other preachers they say that paul is wrong in many things that is not true they there there is a snake that has come in them there is a snake i am telling you that has come in them who are telling that paul is wrong in many things paul isn't wrong he he was a man who had he had yielded to god so much that not any man had yielded that's why he had the mysteries of god with him okay and <clears throat> so that is the gospel not self development not personality development but the message of the cross of christ being crucified and so we being crucified with him okay now let's go to galatians now the next point is very important i want to take you to galatians chapter 3 <coughs> galatians chapter 3 verse 1 now listen to me many believers believe that witchcraft cannot work against us many pastors believes that how can there be demons in the church or how can be their witchcraft in the church okay here is the answer was galatians chapter 3 verse 1 oh foolish galatians who has bewitched you everyone say who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes jesus christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified again they were diverting from the gospel the message of the cross the foundation of self denial message of the cross repentance they were diverting what they were they were diverting from turning away their eyes from 
Jesus being Christ being crucified why because they were under a bewitchment spell the whole congregation was under witchcraft the whole church was under witchcraft yes that can happen very well happen and that is already happening in our times verse 2 this only i want to learn from you did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith hmm? are you so foolish having begun in the spirit are you now begin being made perfect by the flesh now i will tell you what was the problem there the problem there is the church of galatians started believing in a gospel that came from another person that focused on doing the works of the flesh and becoming righteous before god okay when you come to the church keep a bottle of oil in your hand and as soon as i speak pour out the bottle of oil every sunday on your head and you will be cleansed okay and you know when you come to the church do this do that traditions of men many many people are getting into that okay okay i have released this i have released this bracelet every church member has to wear this bracelet it's anointed it's anointed so every sunday you come to the church you wear this bracelet and come i i will not i don't want to take names but many men of god that you believe to be men of god have done that they have given beads of bracelets to count upon and they say that you count this beads in the church men of god world worldwide recognized every christian in the world knows that man of god he has done this and he died after that they they are bringing the church into the laws do this and this will happen okay we are having everyone who does not has a baby everyone come in the church and do this it's okay some things people do under the instruction of the holy spirit i am not telling that but the man made traditions the man made rules and they put on rules every sunday there is some rule there is some tradition they bring to do this and this will happen do that this will happen they are following the heathen religions i live in india the heathen religion over here in india it's that you go to that place you wash yourself in the water it this will happen you go and and uh, make yourself bald and offer your hair on that altar you will get prosperous it's a law you do this do this god cannot be find anywhere god is in you God can be found where you are sitting he is spirit and bringing people un- under the bondage of the law again the pharisees used to do that okay bringing people under the bondage of the law again in galatians they were also teaching in some churches of apostle paul's time they were teaching if you are not circumcised you are not accepted by god and sort of things of following the jewish religion you don't have to be follow the jewish laws and religion in the new testament you have to live by faith and it's not by the letter it's by the spirit it's by not by the physical letter of words it's by the spirit hallelujah you are only accepted by god when you believe in his only begotten son jesus christ repent from your sins and turn to god okay so what was happening in the galatians church was they were drifting away from the message of the cross and they were believing in things preached by another preacher that came in there who casted a bewitchment bewitchment spell and paul is trying to tell them who has bewitched you why you are speaking like this you were not like this you started off in the spirit but now you became like this 
and paul recognized the root of it it was a bewitchment bewitchment a witchcraft spell upon the whole church that a person brought hallelujah okay let's go to galatians chapter 1 verse 6 i marvel galatians chapter 1 verse 6 i marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of christ to a different gospel which is not another but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of christ there are many self made evangelist pastors who have stood up who don't have the gospel of christ but they are preaching the gospel of demons they are teaching the gospel and the doctrines of demons and bringing a whole congregation in bondage verse 7 Uh, okay verse 7 we have read verse 8 but even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you let him be let him be accursed that is how gospel is straight forward even an angel from heaven cannot preach a different gospel he is saying that even if we change our words tomorrow if a angel comes from heaven and preaches you a different gospel than what we have given you let that angel be accursed that was the authority and the conviction of the gospel ministry of paul hallelujah many preachers change their ideas about the gospel they say oh i used to preach this 20 years back but that was wrong what was wrong why and now you are correcting yourself what about the people who were misled for 20 years preach the gospel by preach the gospel the 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 accurate gospel hallelujah not the traditions of men verse 9 as we have said before so now i say again if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received let him be accursed for do i now persuade men or god or do i seek to please men for i still please men i would not be a bond servant of christ Hallelujah the gospel is not to make people happy the gospel is to bring when when you preach the real gospel it will target the ego of the person break the ego of the person i am telling you when jesus gave the gospel to the rich young ruler or the rich young man it targeted the ego of that man because the ego was standing in between his works his wealth his money and he thought with along with his all this good works he will go to god and god told him get rid of your good works get rid of your money because because that is your god if you want to come to me and be perfect you have to set me as the god of your life hallelujah that's why many started to leave ephesus the church of ephesus because paul was preaching the message of the gospel there and the people of ephesus the people of corinthians wanted to hear revelations when paul will preach about how the world was created about the spirit realm about the prophetic about this about healing about that everyone will love it oh wow we will also do this we can also operate in that but when he comes about to preach about the gospel that is a crucified life people don't like that message people leave paul's church hallelujah are we understanding people okay so this the first gospel is the the second dimension of the gospel sorry is the gospel of jesus christ and this is the gospel that leads to salvation 
Now the second dimension of the gospel is the gospel of the kingdom. Everyone say the gospel of the kingdom. Okay? And this gospel. Amen. Matthew's chapter 24 verse 14. Let's go there. Matthew's 24 verse number 14. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations and then the end will come. Hallelujah! And this gospel of the kingdom. What is the gospel of the kingdom? The gospel of the kingdom is the gospel leading to dominion on earth. Hallelujah! Believers sold out for Jesus dominating the realms of the earth. Dominating and bringing down pills principalities that is the gospel of the kingdom the second the third dimension of the gospel it is given to disciples in other words people already enrolled in the kingdom to carry out the new job assigned to them in this new kingdom once you are enrolled the enrolled into the kingdom in the in the right way by the right doctrine by the right understanding about the work of christ on the cross okay when you are enrolled and when you are filled with the spirit, you get a new job in this new kingdom. That is the job of the gospel of the kingdom. Doing the ministry of the gospel of the kingdom. Now what is the gospel of the kingdom? The gospel of the kingdom, I told you, leads to dominion. The gospel of the kingdom includes spiritual warfare, bringing, bringing God's kingdom on earth. It includes prayer, it's in, it includes spiritual warfare, it includes the watchman ministry, it uh, to intending to bring God's kingdom on earth. If we don't teach the gospel of the kingdom, the gospel is the half gospel we are preaching and giving it to men. Jesus does not only wants you to be saved and go to heaven, no, but the time you are on earth, Jesus wants you to dominate the devil. Jesus wants you to keep the demonic forces under your feet. That is the intention of Jesus. As soon as a person believes in Christ and is enrolled into the family of God, he is not supposed to be, be a baby drinking milk. He is supposed to put on the armor of God and step into the battlefield because the attacks will start coming. As soon as you come to Christ, you are under attack. As, you, as soon as you come to Christ, there is a battle that has started for you. The gospel of the kingdom reveals that a believer is a warrior in God's battlefield. Now Jesus preached the gospel when he says that I have given you authority over snakes and scorpions but nothing by no means shall harm you. And all those words about spiritual warfare, what Jesus was teaching the disciples was the gospel of the kingdom. Okay, when Paul speaks in Ephesians chapter 6 about putting on the whole armor of God okay, and, 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 and fighting the wiles of the enemy, that is the gospel of the kingdom. Things that are related to spiritual warfare, fighting and, uh, uh, and mysteries about the spirit realm, those, that, that is the gospel of the kingdom. Let's go to a verse in Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6 verse number 19 and for me that utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly 
to make known the mystery of the gospel the mystery of the gospel what is the mystery of the gospel this bible is given to believers this bible is given to believers hallelujah as a manual as a book of war to prepare them for war to train them for war hallelujah are we understanding revelations chapter 17 verse 14 paul was writing the mystery of the gospel in relation to spiritual warfare there in ephesians chapter 6 let's go to revelation chapter 17 verse 14 these will make war with the lamb and the lamb will overcome them for he is lord of lords and king of kings and those who are with him are called chosen and faithful are called chosen and faithful hallelujah everyone say called chosen and faithful the bible speaks the bible speaks about the lamb in a warfare and the lamb will overcome the enemy and the army in the opposition how by a army of people who are called chosen and faithful chosen is the stage where you receive the gospel of salvation and faithful is the stage where you are approved by god in the gospel of the kingdom those who are with him in the warfare have attained to the level of to be called faithful if you want to be a good warrior you have to learn faithfulness you have to learn to persist you have to learn to stay you should have the capacity to go long you should have the fruit of the spirit called long suffering of patience of faithfulness if you want to attain that level to be in the army of christ many of the believers many of the churches stop until the gospel of salvation but they don't tell the people and train people in the gospel of the kingdom okay so they only believe in christ they only know evangelism but they don't know how to fight they don't know how to bring the ancestral strongholds in the family down they don't know how to arise as a savior in the spiritual realm for their own family members that is all covered in the gospel of the kingdom when you are trained and equipped by the gospel of the kingdom you will dominate i am telling you because that was the original plan of god for you to dominate the earth for you to to dominate on every situation today if you are looking like a loser in your family if you know some people in their family who believe in christ they are treated as a loser if in your office you alone are a believer and you say i don't want to do this i don't want to do that you are treated as a loser why because you are not trained and equipped as in the gospel of the kingdom in my office i did i stood for christ i did not compromise on anything whenever they brought used to bring to me the food offered to idols i used to tell them i don't want it why why you don't want it everyone is eating i told them before, because i believe in christ whenever they used to crack non-veg jokes lustful jokes about women about girls i used to go out and someone that day a boy told me are you a gay do you don't you have desires in your body i told i am not a gay i am a real man who can control my sexual desires because i believe in christ i have the power hallelujah no one had the guts to defame me or to put me down that is dominion hallelujah some some christians are supposed to be lion in the in the world outside but they are lion to their wives make this 
food for me do that for me do this for me they are they are cats in their offices for christ you need to dominate and how you will dominate when the demons in people will be subjected to you they cannot open their mouths before you you need to be a lion in your family and the law of god and the bible should be implemented in your family how by the gospel of kingdom the gospel of dominion hallelujah i am telling you church young people they 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 are not jesus when they take the name of jesus before people like that they shiver who should i take should i not take should i take they are not able to take the name of jesus before unbelievers and they say that oh we want to do evangelism in church first do evangelism when god gives you the opportunity be bold to say christ why you are not doing it i believe in jesus hallelujah oh you are religious i am not religious i believe in jesus hallelujah i can't do it sometimes you don't have the answer you can't give the answer just say i believe in jesus those who reject me before men them i will reject before my father in heaven those who proclaim me declare me before men those i will accept and declare before my father in heaven hallelujah this bunch of young people will come in the evangelism group in the church and the pastor will take ideas from them and they are not even telling christ when the opportunity comes to speak about christ that is evangelism hallelujah when god gives you opportunity someone asks why you are doing why you are not participating why you are not doing that i was in a office and in india there are a lot of festivals and those festivals are related to this hindu religion and they when there is a festival i am telling you in the office the atmosphere is lit up everyone will wear clothes so on specific festivals they instruct the the whole office to wear today everyone will wear yellow because today is this festival and i come there wearing a black yes and i saw christians so called believers in my office with me they are wearing yellow and i told them whether don't you have guts to stand for christ oh brother rahul why you are so like this strict and why you know we should follow the trend i told it's not following a trend it's bowing down before before rules and laws set by idols it's not a trend hallelujah do you have the guts not to compromise and stand for christ that is the gospel you know that is how the gospel of salvation and the gospel of the kingdom will come together how will people have the guts when they are when all their church activities are are the works in the flesh you know churches have become social clubs yeah 3 years back the lord told me rahul my churches have become social clubs you know how monday to sunday everyone is kept occupied in the church activities on monday they have a men's meeting the men come together and what they discuss oh let us go for a for a football match some some other will give a idea let us go for that movie that has been released that is what they discuss in men's meeting tuesday you have a women women's meeting in the women's meeting you discuss oh and they will discuss let us now study how to please our husband how to make our husband happy how to be a better woman nothing a, a little bit salt of the bible but the content is fleshy wednesday wednesday is the song writing things 
all the worshippers will come together from morning until evening think about it think about it which music to put which chord to put which to okay wednesday gone thursday will come thursday will come there is this thing of another another such kind of meeting so not but but the church is supposed to be a house of prayer i am not ignoring the social activities but the church has become a social club where all the now 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 when friday comes oh there is a new person that has come in the church and the pastor has given given him chance he is a personality development coach and he he will take a lecture on how to develop your personality what is happening in the church it has become a social club and more they are feeding the flesh the more they will resist the spirit hallelujah the more the message of cross is not been uh, emphasized the gospel of the kingdom is not been emphasized and then saturday they will have oh december is coming november is coming let us have a evangelical activity and all the people of the church who don't even take the name of jesus in their office they will give ideas let us do this let us go on the streets when god gave you a opportunity you did not even open your mouth and now you are giving ideas to the pastor and the church is filled with flesh everyone is allowed to speak everyone is ordained self ordained to speak it has become a social club that is not a church hallelujah god cannot dwell in such places i am telling you the reality hallelujah but the gospel of the kingdom is the gospel of dominion and that is what we are hearing and that is what we preach here hallelujah so <clears throat> daniel chapter 7 verse 27 daniel chapter 7 verse 27 let us quickly go there then the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven shall be given to the people the saints of the most high his kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and all dominions shall serve and obey him hallelujah the kingdom shall be given to the saints of god and the kingdom of our king jesus christ will be the everlasting kingdom and it will dominate all other kingdoms on earth this is the message of the gospel of the kingdom that we shall inherit the earth we shall take it back from the devil in jesus mighty name and a new jerusalem will be formed instead of the earth under the under the jurisdiction and the laws of heaven you are not a powerless woman you are not a powerless man you are a mighty man and women of god called to dominate called to dominate the devil called to dominate the enemy hallelujah and this is the gospel of the kingdom that we are teaching where the demonic spirits will be subject to you they will be under your feet the scorpions and the snakes will be under your feet in jesus mighty name hallelujah let us go to acts chapter 20 and then we will end hallelujah thank you jesus lekha ramano ko se beti acts chapter 20 verse 26 therefore i testify to you this day that i am innocent of the blood of all men why for i have not shunned to declare to you the whole counsel of god that is the full gospel hallelujah the full gospel includes the gospel of jesus christ with its foundations in place 
and the gospel of the kingdom leading people to dominion and when we preach that we are innocent of the blood of people their blood will not be on our hands hallelujah after we preach that gospel hallelujah thank you jesus thank you jesus oh hallelujah i told you last friday a season of evangelism is starting off and god is ordaining evangelists oh hallelujah who will preach the full gospel who will fill, preach the full gospel god is raising up evangelists and at the same time god is is establishing the church on the mountain god is establishing and that that is what for, for what god has called this ministry for that is why you are available in this meeting you are not here by a chance you are a part of the church on the mountain top of the end time church of god hallelujah thank you jesus christ father even as we seek you lord hallelujah father i pray lord that you will equip the saints of god for the work of the gospel here and lord lead them to christ likeness make them more mature make us more mature that we all together along with myself lord we will grow to the unity of the faith that is going to the growing to the stature of the fullness of christ lord oh hallelujah we are the light of the world we declare it lord in jesus mighty name and the light cannot be hidden under the basket it has to be put on the lampstand we are the city set up on a hill that cannot be hidden tonight i pray your sons and the daughters in this place reveal them to the world let their light so shine before people that men will see them and glorify their father in heaven hallelujah hallelujah remoko rama siketia get rid of your troubles get rid of your domestic problems get rid of what you are focusing right now and focus on the work of the gospel hallelujah the gospel the whole counsel of god that is what you have called for there are pastors sitting here there are evangelists sitting here teachers of the words prophets and apostles sitting out here and you have got the anointing of jesus the same anointing that rested upon our messiah upon our savior has been given to you you are not a normal person you have been differentiated you have been segregated as a special man as a special woman because you carry oil on your head you carry anointing on your head and tonight i pray you will discover it and you will function in it in the name of jesus christ tonight i rebuke the spirit of cowardness and i release a spirit of boldness upon you that you will be bold like the lions you will be bold like the lions that your mouth will not stutter anymore that you will speak the gospel before the unbelievers oh you will take the name of jesus before the unbelievers hallelujah eh hallelujah raba baba rabanto Your kingdom shall reign over all the earth sing unto sing unto the ancient of days and none can compare to your matchless works sing unto sing unto the ancient of days is every tongue in heaven and earth shall declare your glory every knee shall bow before throne in worship you will be exalted o god and your kingdom shall not pass away o ancient of days hallelujah thank you jesus hallelujah thank you jesus yes 
his kingdom shall last forever more his kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and we are a part of his army hallelujah for those who are with the lamb in the army are called chosen and faithful and tonight lord barabono sokrobo the lord is equipping you every one of you you are not here by chance the lord is equipping you for the work of ministry the work of the gospel hallelujah and the gospel of the kingdom you shall preach to the ends of the earth you shall minister to the nations of the earth everyone the lord is telling me everyone sitting in this meeting shall be used for the nations Amen. shall be used for the nations shall be used for the nations oh hallelujah for you will be used for preaching the gospel hallelujah the gospel of jesus christ the gospel of the kingdom to re be reached out to the ends of the earth and then the end will come oh god needs you you are a end time warrior my dear friend hallelujah thank you jesus father thank you for your fire in this place thank you for your presence in this place oh hallelujah let this gospel be reached out lord in jesus mighty name to the ends of the earth lord lord this, let this messages travel in the realm of the spirit hallelujah to the ends of the earth to every nation lord and let your church be equipped let the church be equipped for the ministry and the work of the gospel in jesus mighty name thank you for the anointing that you have placed over the people of god hallelujah hallelujah i decree and declare no longer the church will be a social club but the church will be a powerhouse the church will be a threat to the kingdom of darkness the church will be a threat to the gates of hades in the mighty name of jesus christ and i want to thank you that you are preparing that end time church raise up raise up apostles lord raise up prophets lord who will stand and bring the gospel lord who will who, who will unveil the mystery of the gospel lord in the mighty name of jesus christ hallelujah father god we want to thank you for this wonderful time we cover all of us with the blood of jesus christ we give you the glory honor and praise in jesus name we pray and we all say amen, amen. hallelujah god bless you all God bless you all. On Sunday night, we are going to meet 8 p.m. Tomorrow will be case meeting, so she will announce about it. Sunday will be intercession. We will.